sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. I mean, we don't do this shit on purpose. <laughs> I promise you we don't. We trying as hard as we can, but we do, like, there's certain things that we got to clean up, obviously, turnovers, movement on the offensive end. You know, what we have liked to win today and be a 3-1, that would have been the best-case scenario. But, you know, in the art of competition, they came in here with feeling like they had to win. It wasn't easy. Kind of the beauty of it. That is, is it is not going to be easy, and it shouldn't be. You know, we both won it, and, you know, we got to go take it. Yeah, just, again, it's kind of how we wanted to start the game. We rely on Draymond bringing that energy and fire, you know, throughout the course of the season, year after year. We just had to let everybody know that we were here tonight, you know, whether that's their crowd, their team, our team, whoever wants to see that energy and that, that fire. And, um... Yeah, I think it helped us kind of just get settled into the game because obviously our experience, you can want it so bad, you kind of get in your own way a little bit and everybody feels a little bit of pressure and it can go the opposite way. I wanted to try to leverage that to, you know, in a positive direction for us to start the game. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Welcome to Opposite Picks on this Monday, June 13th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet, it is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, the five best words in sports. Uh, Jason Tatum, you're up. Braves on the warpath. PGA attacks the LIV. Did you know, baseball fans, Irish win, Vols lose. Cubs back to being the Cubs. And this is what's wrong with the NBA. We'll get to all those stories, push your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up over the fastest one hour in radio. Jason Tatum there talking about how the uh, Celtics win, lose, win, lose, win, lose, and they, they say they're don't doing this. Uh, they're not doing this stuff on purpose. Uh, and then Steph Curry just on uh, coming out strong as they did in Game Four, the even the series the other day. We had Saturday off. We had Sunday off. You would have thought uh, we would have had a game last night. Uh, Don't quite understand why, but uh, whatever. We have a game uh, tonight. That's uh, game five. Best five words. You know, the best uh, two words in sports are game seven. Well, then the best five words in sports are game five, series tied at two. The old pivotal game five. Who's taking a 3-2 series lead? No matter who has home court advantage the rest of the way, uh, ultimately the team that wins these game fives win about 80% of the time. So uh, crucial game five later on tonight. Golden State, a three and a half point uh, home favorite over under the latest on FanDuel. Last I saw was uh, 212 and a half. Now that, wow, it's down to 210 and a half. How about that? Uh, I thought this was going to be an under series. They had a couple of over games because of these blowouts. Hard to dictate how a game is going to go when it's a blowout, right? In garbage time, who knows? They, they play defense. They want to score. They don't want to score. So it's very difficult to bet the over-under uh, when it's a garbage time game, and we've had that for the most part except for game four. Uh, Warriors now actually up to four. little less juice, minus 108, but that's basically pick them. So Warriors four and over-under is uh, 210 and a half. As far as the series is concerned, 
there. Not surprised uh, because of the fact that uh, Golden State does home home court advantage. Uh, they would be a favorite uh, in the series as well. So we got the Warriors minus 150, Celtics plus 125. So where do we begin as far as that's concerned? Uh, you know what? I do like Golden State tonight. You know, I like them a little bit better at four than I did three and a half, or uh, three and a half than I do at four, but I still think they're going to win. I think the zigzag system is going to get thrown out the window, and uh, I think we should have a pretty good game. Celtics, all the numbers say Boston as far as uh, their performance this postseason, eight and three on the road, only six and five at home, which is just so weird. Uh, Celtics is seven and zero oh after a loss so far in this postseason as well. In fact, thirteen and one after a loss. If you want to go back all the way to January, so they have not lost two in a row very often this year, uh, especially since the January once. But that said, I still think Golden State. You know, ultimately, I always said Golden State was the better team. So this is a pivotal game. Team that wins game five wins. Like I said, eighty percent of the time, it's got to be Golden State. It's got to be Golden State tonight. And I will say, win, lose, or draw, Jason Tatum is up. And what do I mean by that? Well, game three, it was Marcus Smart's turn, right? Game two, Marcus Smart stunk out the joint, got criticized. Remember, that was the game that he, Horford, and Williams only had two points apiece. He was the main guy out of those three, so he took the brunt of the criticism heading into game three. He responded with 20-plus points, and we were all over the Marcus Smart, gave that out as a lock. All right, then game four, it was Draymond Green's turn because he laid an egg in game three and really hasn't had a great postseason. So we were all over Draymond Green's assists and rebounds, not his points because we told you he's not a scorer. Gave that out as a lock. Easy winner on uh, Smart, easy winner on Draymond. So who's the goat after game four can't look any further than uh, Jason Tatum now he's not been awful but he hasn't been Jason Tatum like you know if you told the Celtics before the game that he or before the series that he really wouldn't have a monster monster game and the series would be tied 2-2 that they would say where do I sign you know 23 points on 8 of 23 shooting 26 points but a 9 of 23 shooting 28 points but 24 in the first half and a loss on 8 of 19 shooting and then the horrible 3 of 7 shooting for 12 points so he's the one that's been getting criticized over the last 3 days He's the one we're going to focus on when we come back for our prop locks for Game 5 NBA Finals. Just getting in the way. We got hockey. We got baseball. We got golf. It's Office of Picks on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I think that was just as, as simple as it is. Like, I just got to be better. I know I can be better, so it's not like I'm myself and my team is asking me to do something I'm not capable of. You know, they know the level, and I know the level that I can play at, kind of on me to, to do that more often than not, you know, just to help my team in the best way that I can. So it's not too much pressure at all. You know, it's kind of like my job. That was just a gutsy win. That was a ton of fun, believe it or not, no matter how queasy the fans might get or – emotional they might get it was to be out there and competing at this stage like wow I'm just I can't believe I'm here especially considering while I was at this time last year I wasn't even jogging yet and now I'm out here just battling in the finals this is this is great I'm gonna enjoy the heck out of these next couple games or three games whatever it's gonna be 
You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Welcome back, Opposite Picks, right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159, your local affiliate all around the nation as well. I am Scott Wetzel, as we are every Monday through Friday, taking it right up until uh, noon Eastern time, 11 a.m. to noon Eastern time. You know, that might be the problem with Clay Thompson. First, you heard, uh, you know, Jason Tatum, our guy, saying what we want to hear him say, that uh, he's got to play better. He knows it's on him. That's a real good attitude to have heading into a game five when you're going to play the props, right? Uh, that That's what we want. That's kind of what Draymond said. That's kind of what the smarts met, uh, said after game two and blah, 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 blah. So, um, so I like that attitude. As for uh, Thompson, you know, if there are two guys that have been disappointments but not awful, this postseason, like Draymond's been awful. Um, but two guys that just haven't been, you know, their their typical selves, Tatum one and Clay Thompson two. Right? Thompson 18 points last game, seven of seventeen. Not bad, you know. But the guy averaged over 20 points in a regular season. But I suppose you would take that. Uh did have 25 in a game three loss, uh, 116 and 100, but that's the game that they got blown out. And remember, he played the fourth quarter and everybody else didn't just so they could give him a little boost of confidence because he was playing lousy. So that's a uh, you know, it's 25 points. But, uh, you know, about 10 of those came when the game was over. Uh, game two, he only had 11 points on 4-19 shooting. In game one, he only had 15 points on 6-14 shooting. So if you look at the numbers, 15-11, 25-18, you know, not horrible. But then when you look at the shooting percentages, that's where you really get the full gist of how bad he's played. And maybe that's why. You know, what he just said there, you know, most people would be like fretting over this. And maybe it's a good attitude to be so cavalier as he is, but maybe he's just so giddy that he just doesn't care. You know I mean? He does care, but it's not bothering him that he's playing like crap. And, you know, maybe another time Clay Thompson would really do a little soul searching here and he'd come out firing one of these games and really kind of kick his own butt and say, I got to get into gear. Whereas now he's just so happy to be out there. I don't care. Six of 14, four of 19. Who cares? This time last year, I'm on my couch with my knee in a brace and everything else. I mean, you know, maybe that's part of the problem with him, that he's just so happy to be out there that he doesn't care that he's killing the club. I mean, this team is lucky. This has been a battle of attrition. Celtics are lucky it's 2-2 because they haven't really gotten that monster game yet out of Tatum. And the Warriors are lucky it's 2-2 because they've had Draymond be awful and Clay be mediocre. Yeah, I mean, really, it's been a bad. It's really been the postseason, a microcosm of this postseason. Big word, I for the show, but it's just, you know, it's been, been a battle of attrition. You know, the worst team is a little bit less worse than the other worst team. You know, I mean, the bad team is a little bit less uh, bad than the worst team. It's not been a great uh, postseason. It's not, you know, one of these teams is going to win, and I don't know if things are going to change with these two guys. Uh, I'm hoping it does for Tatum tonight. I don't know if it will for Clay at this point. I think it is what it is with him. And he's, like I said, he's so giddy. He's so thrilled. So maybe that's the problem. We're going to isolate on two guys. Jason Tatum is one. FanDuel has his over number. They actually listed as 26 and a half, like minus 130. If you go in the adjusted lines, you can get over 27 and a half at even. That's really his number, 27 and a half. It's not 26 and a half. I don't know why they would post 26 and a half, um, but it's 27 and a half at even. So we're going to play that tonight. That'll be our one major, major play. Then we're going to go adjusted total. Forget over 27 and a half, over 28 and a half, and you got yourself plus 130. 
29 and a half, which means 30 points, obviously, or more, you got yourself plus 162. 31 and a half, obviously 32 points, you got yourself a whopping plus 240. I mean, really, you think about that. If you're betting over 27 and a half at even money, you're counting on him getting, what, 28 or more points, right? As long as he gets four more points than that 28, 32, you are over doubling your money, almost two and a half times it. You got to take advantage of these adjusted lines. I mean, it is one of the best things about FanDuel and some of these other sites that offer this stuff. That is a huge, huge edge, right? I mean, who's betting over 27 and a half points thinking, oh, he's going to get 28 exactly? No, you're betting over 27 and a half because you think he's good for probably 30 points, right? 31, 32 points. Well, if that's the case, you might as well grab a, you know, a little bit anyway of over 31 and a half at plus 240. Boy, I, I will I, I am all I will take that any day of the week. I, I just as soon have over 31 and a half than 27 and a half anyway. I think if he's getting his 28, it's because he's on, and that means he's gonna get his 30. So we're gonna play all four of those. 27 and a half, 28 and a half, 29 and a half, and 31 and a half. We're gonna go back to Draymond Green as well for a little bit. Not as much as we did the other day, but because his numbers were good, but the game was not. Very deceiving with his numbers. He finished with, what, eight rebounds, nine assists, or vice versa, and two points. And yet, at the end of the game, with about five minutes left, he was stuck on 6-6. We were sweating it out. We were. Uh, but fortunately, Kerr put him back in there, and he got himself a couple of cheap rebounds, a couple of cheap assists. And really, we were at the mercy of, you know, uh, Steph Curry. How so? Well, listen, Draymond passes Steph the ball. Steph hits a three. Draymond's getting an assist. Draymond passes the ball to Steph. Steph misses. Draymond's not getting an assist. Simple as that. Draymond Green is not penetrating and kicking out like the you know prototypical point guard to get his assist. That, that, that's not it. He's basically just passing the ball, and the guy is shooting. And you get an assist for that in the NBA these days. So now Steph went crazy with his 40-plus points, right? Is he going to do the same thing? Uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you what. When you get called out by your coach, it's one thing. When you get called out by a teammate, it's one thing. When you get called out by a friend, it's one thing. A relative, it's one thing. A neighbor, it's one thing. When you get called out by your mother after a win, <laughs> that's another thing. So we're going to lean right back over to Draymond here and see if he can come up with another big effort. Uh, Draymond points, we're even going to go. He's back home. He only had two. He did take seven shots. It's not like he doesn't shoot. Now, I got a feeling he's going to be a little bit more aggressive scoring-wise in game four, uh, five than he was in, in game uh, three and four. So 10 points, you can get that blink of an eye. We're getting two to one. 10 points 11 points or more we're getting plus 290 we're going there assists over six and a half plus 108 over seven and a half plus 188 almost two to one rebounds over eight and a half meaning nine obviously or more plus 148 double digits 10 or more plus 220 I, I, I think he's set for another monster game. I don't think, even though the numbers were there, like I said, game four, I don't think he had that monster game, obviously, because his mother called him out, right? So I think he's going to be extra pumped up. 
uh, for this game. So little little nibbles on uh, all those rebounds and assists and points. I'm going to play all three. And if he goes down, we'll go down with him. I'll take my chances that he uh, doesn't lay an egg. And I don't think he will. And again, the beauty of it all is you get these adjusted numbers and you get these uh, boosted odds. You just need to hit a couple of these things. You know, and I, I think he's more than capable of getting 10, 11 points, you know, seven, eight assists and, and eight or nine, 10 rebounds. That's typical Draymond Green. So throw in the mother, you know, challenges him in essence. I, I think we're going to get a big game out of him. Draymond and Jason Tatum are big two plays in the NBA tonight. Hockey, baseball, golf coming up next. Opposite picks, phone calls as well. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Got him! And that one, another one that touched triple digits. The rising fastball from Edward Diaz and a huge out of Mike Trout. When you get Mike Trout, you elevate. It's exactly what happened right there. Altuve drives one deep to left field. That ball's gone. Home run. Three-run shot for Altuve. And the Astros turn a one-run game into an 8-4 lead. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Welcome back to Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. ESPN with the call on the uh, Trout strikeout. Oh, he's going to play those whenever possible. And then uh, ATT Sportsnet with the call with the Altuve. Big three-run homer yesterday as the Astros uh, salvaged uh, one game of their three-game series at home, no less, uh, to the Miami Marlins. That was a uh, tough go. Although, for the most part, you know, this is when, uh, dare I say it, it gets a little bit easier to win with the boys in Vegas when it comes to baseball. Um, they challenge you. There's some monster odds out there. You can't do that. Or you put them in parlays. Uh, but for the most part, I like to play lay in a run and a half. But, you know, you got the Yankees on a big-time roll. You got the Braves on a big-time roll. Uh, you know, you have all these teams. You got certain teams struggling. You got the Red Sox on a big-time roll. Uh, you got the, the Washington Nationals that are atrocious. We know that. Detroit is awful. Cubs are awful. You know, as we say all the time, you know, you, you need a month or two to let the good teams be good and the bad teams be bad. And then when they are, when they get in these runs, man, you just got to pound them. You just have have to pound them. Now, listen, I, I know the one time you do, you're going to end up uh, betting when they lose, right? I understand that. How many people are saying, I know I'm going to bet the Braves and they're going to lose. They've won 11 in a row. I'm going to bet them. I, you know, winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks. Simple as that. So you got to keep on playing these teams and just hope that uh, they continue to win. More times than not, believe it or not, they will versus they won't. Dodgers uh, lose again last night. They get swept by San Francisco yesterday afternoon, actually. Three-game series. You know, the Dodgers are now 3-9 and nine their last 12. They get the Kershaw back, but now they lose Walker Bueller. Manager Dave Roberts says it's going to be a while before he returns. Uh, that's, uh, you know, that looks like a couple of months. Uh, how bad are the Cubs? You get whitewashed, three zip by the Stankies. Uh, you know, the Stankies are still hitting home runs, for goodness sakes. Yankees, uh, beginning start here in their first 60 games. Uh, the best in Seattle's uh, back in 2001. Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter with a couple of home runs. 
not judge, you know, not not all the other, you know, big, uh, you know, uh, players they have. Good old Matt Carpenter. Tigers shut out for the third time in 10 games. Oh, they stink. Uh, I told you Verlander got the win yesterday for the Astros as they beat the, the Marlins, snapping Miami's five-game win streak. Uh, our boy Rafael Devers with a big two-run homer in the eighth as the Red Sox combined on a one-hitter. Red Sox winning on pitching. How about that? They beat the uh, the Seattle Mariners at 2 nothing yesterday. And then in baseball in college, I, I don't generally follow this stuff. <clears throat> you know, a little bit. I'll keep note of it. But I did see yesterday Notre Dame beat uh, Tennessee to advance to the College World Series. And now no, uh, only one number one seed, oddly enough, Miami back in 1999. I don't know how long they've been seeding these teams, but obviously for at least uh, 24 years, uh, no, only one number one seed has won the College World Series. And that was the case yesterday with the, with Tennessee. So that'll continue. So out go the Vols. In goes the Fighting Irish. Can't win in basketball? Nope. Can't win in hockey? Nope. Can't win in football? Nope. But uh, <coughs> maybe just maybe we can uh, win in uh, in. Uh, baseball have a little fun a little bit later on well did you know you know we reached uh, basically the one-third point of the baseball season some facts and figures that uh, maybe you could surprise a few at the water cooler but first up uh, let's do a couple of phone calls we got our pyramid plays our open parlays and everything else all coming up as well right here on sports grid radio uh how about our good buddy dom in east rochester starting us off what's going on dom how are you this monday hey scotty how are you Good, man. How are you? Uh, Scotty, I'm good. I, I, uh, Scotty, even I, I, I don't know what to say. Listen, I'm stuttering and stammering. I, I, I didn't think they could be this good. And I don't care who they're playing. I know they're playing bad teams. I know the Cubs stink and, the, you know, the, the Orioles. Uh, we'll see the next couple of weeks. They're playing Tampa Bay uh, six games. Uh, I don't know who to – of course, Minnesota was supposed to be any good. You know, they beat the – hell out of them uh scotty they're they're good they're yeah, good they're amazing guys the guys that mean yeah. the, the starting pitching is the starting pitching is, is knock on wood out of this world i mean you mentioned carpenter I, I carpenter has eight hits six of them are home runs i don't know yeah. where the hell this guy came from <laughs> i mean i have no idea you know, I only thing I want now, Scotty, is I want addition by subtraction. And I'm serious. I do not want Chapman, you know, back in the bullpen. I, I, I don't. You know, you're the yeah. Red Sox. Do you, do you mind facing Chapman? No. No, and I'll tell you what, here's a good little cool. stat that I have as far as our uh, did you know with baseball. You know, there are, uh, where is it here? How many, how many, how many? There are, um, I can't find it, but there are a bunch of teams. I, I know that. Oh, here we go. There are 17 teams that have closers with at least 10 saves, and yet, oddly enough, the Yankees with the best record of baseball aren't one of them. Chapman only has nine. Now, I know he's missed some time. I get that, but that, that is kind of weird. Uh, he's got a ton of blown saves. He's got a ton of saves that give you agita. He, he might be the one Achilles heel on his team. It is amazing. And, you know, as far as that record goes, Dom, you know, when you start to really think about it, I mean, 
mean, who is any good that would make you say, okay, they beat a good team? Like, you know, Toronto's pretty good. Tampa Bay's pretty good. Houston's pretty good. Twins suck. They're, they're eight games over 500, but they're, they're not any good. I mean, you got literally like two or three other teams outside of yourself in the American League that are any good. I mean, so the, there's not that many teams that you can face that you could say, okay, this is deserving of respect. I mean, baseball's so bad this year. Yeah, I, 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 you don't know who's any good. I mean, you know Tampa Bay's going to play them tough. They got they got good pitchers, okay? You, so you know that that's coming. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. You just you just play play who's on the schedule, I guess. For for nothing else, Scotty. Uh, you know whether when teams play the Yankees, and I'll put the Red Sox in. The other teams they try to raise their game. I think they try to raise their game. You know, the Red Sox are coming to town. The Yankees are coming to town. But the, these guys, I, I, listen, I listen to every pitch. The, the defense is to die for. Uh, the, 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 the starting pitching is to die for. They, they're mashing the ball. I told you that MLB was going to break out the, uh, the uh, juice balls because uh, there were what 750 players. There was only 19 guys sitting over 300, and you know that that, yeah. that wasn't going to last. So, anyway, hey, listen, you know it's fun. I wish we had Boston now. I wish we were playing them now. You know, we're going so long without playing Boston. So, everybody, yeah, here's, here's, you have a good week. You got to you too, Doc. We'll talk to you in the podcast. You know, here, here's what you really want. You, you want the postseason to start now. Uh, that, that's what you really want. You know, Angels playing lousy could be good. Uh, you know, uh, you know, even Tampa Bay doing nothing special. Boston really not doing anything special, although lately they have. But still, ultimately, there are three games uh, above 500, and they wouldn't be in the postseason if it were start today. Um, you know, this is when you would want, you know, baseball, the postseason to start, if you're a Yankee fan at this point, because it only get worse, right? 44 and 16. Amazing. Uh, but again, there just aren't that many great teams to, to really kind of, you know, with the Red Sox not being the Red Sox, the White Sox, a colossal disappointment this year. You know, the Angels, a colossal disappointment. Seattle, a big-time disappointment. It's team won 90 games last year. I mean, there's just a, fortunately, you know, the Astros are a little bit better than what I think most people thought they would be, 14 games over 500. But otherwise, the American League would just be awful. I, I mean, just, just absolutely brutal. You want to have some fun? Here we go. Here's some news and notes around Major League Baseball. Uh, did you know, uh, we'll, we'll call this, baseball fans, you know the St. Louis Cardinals have taken over first place in the NL Central? Not Milwaukee anymore. Uh, with this little losing streak that the Brewers are on, uh, it is the St. Louis Cardinals that sit in first place uh, at 34-27, and 27, a half a game in front of the Brewers. All right, no big deal. Uh, how about the fact that Texas Rangers have a losing record but have outscored their opponents by three runs? How weird is that? How about the Miami Marlins? They have a losing record, but they've outscored their opponents by 23 runs. How do you have a losing record when you've scored 23 more runs than your opponent? I mean, that, that, that's it's almost impossible. Rangers with a plus four, not plus three. Correct myself. Um, how about one-third? Let me just change that. There we go. How about one-third of the teams, 10? have a better 
slash basically the same, like 17 and 15 versus 16 and 14, have a better or basically the same road record as they do at home. One-third of everybody. At this point in the season, you know, usually it's like two, three, four, maybe five teams have the better road record. A third. Amazing. How about the Mets? Did you know? Uh, they get the best record in the National League, even better than the Dodgers now. But have only won more than three in a row one time all season. That's goofy. <coughs> and that was like six in a row. It wasn't anything crazy. Uh, out of 159 eligible batters, only 16 are hitting 300 or better. What do Salvatore Perez, Kyle Schwarber, Javier Baez, Cody Bellinger, Jorge Soler, Marcus Simeon, Anthony Rizzo, Cody, or Corey Seager, Trevor Story, and Marzello Zuna all have in common? All former All-Stars, all hitting below 225. Ouch. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. LLs know what that music means. I'm tired to take out your padded pencils, get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks your newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Here we go. It's going to start the week off with a nice little six-pack of games for you with the abbreviated baseball schedule. We do have an NBA game, so we're going to start there. Golden State laying four versus Boston. I know the zigzag system says Celtics, but you know what? Logic says Golden State, and I'm going with Logic. I said the Warriors would win this series in seven, and I'm sticking to my guns. Road teams are uh, one and one, but Golden State are really two and two, but Golden State is really the better team. Four games in, and we've yet to see the real Jason Tatum. At least Clay Thompson has given us at least one Clay game. I have more faith, bottom line, in Golden State than I do Boston. Uh, I know the Celtics 7-0 in the postseason after a loss, but they haven't faced Golden State seven times after a loss. So I love Golden State at home, laying only four in a pivotal game five. Love the Warriors tonight. <clears throat> Give me Boston plus the four. Pick number two, Atlanta laying a buck 60 at Washington. And we've been on the Braves bandwagon here for a good portion of their 11-game win streak. No sense getting off now. Braves are on fire while the Nationals, well, they stink. Uh, forget their best pitcher is pitching. We bet on teams, not pitchers. Love, 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 love Atlanta. Nationals an awful 11-19 and 19 at home to boot. Love the Braves. Uh, give me Washington plus the 140. Pick number three, Toronto laying a run and a half versus Baltimore. Blue Jays are at home, and that means Baltimore's on the road. Why do I bring that up? Well, because they're among the worst road teams in baseball. 11 and 20 outside of Baltimore. Throw in, they have one of their worst pitchers on the hill in Kyle Bradish, and the Jays have their best pitcher in 7-1 Alec Manoa pitching it all points to Toronto. Eh, give me Baltimore plus the one and a half runs. 
Pick number four, St. Louis uh, laying a buck 90 versus Pittsburgh. Cardinals at home, 18 and 12. Pittsburgh comes to town riding a nasty six-game losing streak after just getting swept three of those games uh, by the Braves. They've been outscored 30 to 14 in those six straight losses, uh, each coming by two runs or more. Some stiff Mitch Keller with his two and five record starts for the Bucks. <laughs> they are doomed. Love the now new first place St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, give me Pittsburgh plus the 160. Pick number five, uh, Minnesota at Seattle. Pick them. Now, good series as the first place Twinkies start a West Coast trip. Uh, I like Minnesota here as Cliff, uh, Chris Flexen starts for the Mariners. Uh, he was terrific last year, but this year, uh, for whatever reason, a complete different story. He's two and seven. Yikes! Uh, with an ERA over four, Seattle's only three and eight in his 11 starts this year. Twinkies a decent little 15 and 13 road record to boot. Love Minnesota here at Pickham. Uh, give me Seattle uh, at Pickham. Final pick, pick number six, San Diego, minus 135 at Chicago against the Cubs. Now, the Padres didn't exactly distinguish themselves against Colorado this weekend, splitting a four-game series, but this is more of an anti-Cubs play than anything else. First game after an awful, and that's be a nice series against the Stanks, in which the Cubs went 0-3, being outscored. Get a load of this. 28-5. to Yikes. They've lost six in a row. They are brutal. Love San Diego here laying only a buck 35. Uh, give me the Cubs uh, plus the 115. Opposite picks. Uh, six pack tonight. Going to start in the NBA where we're going to grab the Celtics plus the four at Golden State despite Golden State I think just being the better team. Uh, we're taking Washington plus 140 against the Braves despite the Braves 11 game win streak. We're taking god awful Baltimore plus one and a half runs against Toronto. Uh, we're taking the putrid Pittsburgh plus 160 against the first place uh, Cardinals. We're grabbing Seattle pick them at home against Minnesota despite uh, two and seven Chris Flexen starting for the Mariners. And uh, we're taking the embarrassingly bad Cubs plus 115 against San Diego despite the Cubs riding a six-game losing streak. Opposite picks for this Monday, June 13th. Uh, good luck, folks. And as always, we post them on the front page of the website, oppositepicks.com. In case you're just driving around. And don't forget, you want to listen to the show. We give you out a lot of stats, trends, hunches, and everything else and picks. Uh, you can always uh, listen again on uh, on your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, or wherever else uh, you may go to get your podcast. Uh, don't worry about it. We uh, are there. So uh, feel free to go visit us and listen in uh, to some of the picks that we give out. All right. Speaking of picks. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, just real quickly, right back to our, uh, our baseball play. Yeah. How about all those all-stars? I mean, those are, you talk about, a, you know, not necessarily a who's who, but uh, that's one all-star after another with baseball, all hitting below 225. Forget about 300 or even 250. Uh, and how about one last one? Uh, what of former all-stars Corbin Burns, Julio Urias, Aaron Nola, Madison Bumgarner, Chris Flexen, Robbie Ray, Patrick Corbin all have in common? Uh, all pitchers, all with losing records. Been a struggle this year for some of the better players in baseball, for sure. So a little, uh, little did-you-know segment. All right, let's get some winners here, Scott. Uh, last we left you, um, we'll go with our pyramid plays. We gave out on Friday, Golden State plus four, winner. Over uh, 12 and a half rebounds uh, and assists, Draymond Green, winner. Atlanta Braves laying a run and a half against Pittsburgh, winner. 
<clears throat> and then our play of the day was going to be over uh, the uh, props with uh, uh, Draymond. And that was an easy winner. So we uh, we cleaned the slate 4-0. So let's uh, go back to it tonight. Best NBA player. Our pyramid players are the best players in that particular sport. Well, we don't have many uh, with the NBA with just the one game, obviously. So uh, I, I do like Golden State tonight. Um, I just got to switch this to four since the line has jumped up to four. But even if it goes to four and a half, I think I still would take Golden State. Uh, our best props tonight. I uh, got to go over Jason Tatum, 26 and a half points, 27 and a half points, uh, depending on what line you have. <clears throat> I, I think he's going to hit 30 plus. And as I told you earlier, I would play some of those adjusted lines. No hockey tonight. That starts tomorrow. Best baseball play? <clears throat> I, I think Toronto playing a run and a half uh, with uh, Manoa on the hill at home against Baltimore, who has Chris Bradish. He sucks. Um, it, it, you know, listen, it's baseball. Anything can happen. But, man, there's just no reason for the Blue Jays to lose this game. Orioles, one of the worst road records in all the baseball. So, Toronto laying a one and a half. Uh, if I was only going to play one, <clears throat> you know, that the Toronto one and the Tatum one are real – they're close, but as I really do like both. But I'm going to go with the Tatum. I, I think he's going to get 30 tonight. Don't ask why. I just think he's 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 obviously overdue. You know, the question is: Is he overdue, or is he at the point where you just give up and it's not going to happen? You know, you do reach a certain point where you stop saying he's due, and you just acknowledge, okay, it's just not happening. It just it's not going to happen. So I'm going to give him one more crack. Like I said, it's not like he's played poorly. He's approached 26 points, 27 points anyway. So all we need to have him do is play a little bit better. So honestly, if you're only going to play one, that's where I would go. I'd be real surprised if he didn't play uh, better. So those are our pyramid plays. Our baseball plays on Friday, we went 4-1. and one. Hit with the Mets, Braves, Toronto, and Stankies. And uh, lost with only Milwaukee against Washington. Somehow or another, they, got, they lost 3-4 of four, uh, or 2-3 or three against uh, Washington. So uh, we picked up uh, 340 bucks. So we're now down to minus 1,327 if you're a $100 player. So we still have some room to go. Who are we playing tonight? We'll go with Toronto, obviously, laying a run and a half with Manoa on the hill. Uh, we'll take Atlanta minus 135. Uh, let's, I mean, let me double check and see what the updated line is because that was 135 last night, and it may have bumped up uh, today when I updated the opposite picks line. Uh, no, you know what? 146. I got a team. See, this is what's funny about the boys in Vegas. I have a team, not just any team. I got the defending champs, no less. So this is not just some scrub team that's happening to be playing well right now. I got the defending World Series champs playing by far their best ball of the season, having won 11 in a row. And they're taking on arguably the worst team in the National League in the Washington Nationals. And all I have to do is lay a buck 45. I mean that that's just amazing to me. And you want to say the Nationals are at home? All right. Well, the Nationals are 11 and 19 at home. They're, they're nothing special at home. So I know they have their best pitcher throwing, but I don't bet pitchers. I told you that, and you'd be wise to follow. Don't I mean you want to give me a team that's won 11 in a row, and I, and I'm not pick them, but I don't even have to lay close to two to one. Uh, Got to play Atlanta. 
Toronto. So Toronto, uh, I'm going to take a flyer on Detroit, believe it or not. Plus 110. We're going to play them all series against the White Sox. White Sox are scuffling. 5-10, and 10, their last 15. They're calling for uh, Tony LaRusso's head. Lance Lynn comes off the disabled list. Love, 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 love playing against guys who are pitching for the first time. So give me the, uh, give me, uh, the Lions, Tigers, and Pistons plus the 110. And now I'm going to take another flyer, believe it or not. I'm going to go with Miami plus the 120 at Philadelphia. Why go against the Phillies? Red hot. Yeah, they won nine in a row, eight in a row over the new manager, but they lost yesterday. And now that, you know, that bubble has been burst a little bit. Uh, Miami's got one of the best pitchers in baseball, Sandy Alcantara on the hill. <clears throat> He'll be able to match wits with anybody. I'm uh, getting plus 120. Something tells me the Miami Marlins win. So Detroit plus 110, Miami plus 120, Atlanta minus 146, and the uh, Maple Leaf uh, Blue Jays minus uh, one and a half. If lightning strikes, we're down to our last bullet. I said we'd put 200 bucks into this. We're down to our last $5. So either win tonight or we move on to something else. Gave it a try. We came close a couple of times, but we just haven't had that one night over the last two months where all the underdogs won. So we'll give it one more shot. Uh, we'll go Celtics plus 142. Orioles plus 240 at Toronto. Pittsburgh plus 160 at St. Louis and Kansas City plus 152 at San Francisco. If lightning strikes and all these dogs win, we win uh, $265 for our $5 bet. So, and if it doesn't, then uh, like I said, I got another little system we could try starting tomorrow. Our open parlay, uh, Padres Saturday night killed us. If you follow me on the website, as you're supposed to do, I told you take uh, San Diego. I, I broke two rules. And this is what happens when you break rules. Um, we played a day game, and we played a doubleheader game. I don't like playing day games, and I hate playing doubleheader games. But San Diego had their best pitcher going. All we had to do was have them win, that, that Mackenzie Gore dude. And uh, they lost, I think, 6-2 to two Saturday night it was. Um, so it was actually a, a night game. But it was a doubleheader game, which we generally stay away from. And we broke the rule, and it lost our parlay. So we got to scratch that and start all over again. We were close. We were down to two. We, all we needed was two more wins. So tonight we're going to start with the Toronto Blue Jays. Minus 290. <sighs> Oh, man. I, you know what? It's not even worth it. So give me the Blue Jays minus the run and a half. $100 to win $72. Uh, and if they happen to win by one run, I'll kick myself later. But uh, if we're going to lose one of those, it'll be losing it now. So uh, $100 on Toronto to win uh, $72. Laying a run and a half. Our underdog uh, open parlay, we uh, lost with the Rangers on Friday night. So that pissed one, uh, that, that uh, threw that one away. So I'll let you know who we're going to start a new one with when we come back. Opposite picks right here. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the SportsGrid Radio Network. 
All right, wrapping up shop here. Quick little hour on this uh, Monday. We will be back later on tonight. Don't forget in-game live uh, with uh, yours truly and uh, Joe Ranieri as we watch the, the NBA. A few baseball games later on tonight, uh, but for the most part, it is uh, NBA Game 5. couple little tidbits here uh, to pass along before we are through as far as our um, <coughs> excuse me underdog open parlay. This is the one where we only use a quarter of a unit, so for our purposes, that's 25 bucks. We use $100 for the full unit one. Full unit one, again, is going on Toronto, laying a run and a half against Baltimore. Uh, they should be able to win by two runs. That's uh, getting us to $72. That is uh, leg number one of our six-teamer starting all over again. And then we're going to grab Miami, uh, plus uh, Alcantara on the hill for the uh, Marlins. I think they're live dogs, plus 120. Uh, risking 25. If we win, we win 30 bucks. Uh, not too bad. Cha-ching, cha-ching. A couple of other little stories here, uh, in case you didn't see it over the weekend. Uh, we had a little golf action as Rory McIlroy won the uh, Canadian Open. Uh, you know, ripping uh, Greg Norman, taking the shots. I guess that moves him past Greg Norman for uh, 21st career victories. Uh, and then the PGA Tour commissioner, I thought this was funny. I don't know if you saw this or not, but he was on CBS um, and he was asked about, you know, very specifically, you know, why can't golfers play both the PGA and the LIV League? What, what's the big deal? LIV is only eight tournaments. And boy, he was asked that a couple of times and he danced around that question and he could not come up with a solid answer. Just, just couldn't come up with a solid answer. Uh, I, I really, it is comical what is happening in the world of golf. What a bunch of babies. You know what's wrong with the NBA? Uh, Anthony Davis uh, telling the world he hasn't picked up a basketball since April. April. Zion Williamson, when asked who do you think is going to win the NBA Finals, said, I don't even know who's playing. I, I really haven't paid too much attention. <laughs> Two of the biggest stars. Bradley Beal, who's he going to sign with? Whatever team that he thinks he can win with. And if that means god-awful D.C., then he'll sign with them. You know what that means. Whoever pays him the most money is the team he deems that uh, he can win the most with. What a joke. Uh, what a joke NBA is. All about the Bucks. They don't even know who's playing in the finals. Pro Football Full Circle coming up next. We'll talk to you tonight.